Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm Austin Bechtel with your fan headlines. Arthur Smith is reportedly the Steelers' new offensive coordinator, the former Atlanta Falcons coach who in Atlanta went 7-10 each of his three seasons, was the offensive coordinator of the Tennessee Titans for two years. In 2020, the Titans were second in the league in rushing. Pitt basketball tonight at home against Wake Forest, 7 o'clock. Our coverage right here on 93.7. The fan begins at 6.30, and you could also hear it on your Odyssey app. Headlines are Papa Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville now open for more. Go to 937thefan.com. And now, it's the Cook and Joe Show. We begin the show with a Belfont snorkel run. Right off the top. In-house snorkel, I think, from Doran. Arthur Smith was Doran's tight ends coach or assistant tight ends coach in Tennessee. And I can't get Doran to come in here. Apparently, he's meeting with our boss, Craig Riley. Maybe he's getting promoted um, to our show. I don't know. But he's not coming in here to talk about Arthur Smith. This is this is a snorkeling well, right su- off the top. I assume he talked about it on the morning show, I would hope, right? I would think so, yeah. But the morning show's not our show, is it? Well, maybe we have the luxury of tape these days. Maybe we, if he had anything especially insightful to say, we might be able to uh, re- uh, grab that. I guess if Austin back there has time to listen to the morning show while he's producing our show, that would be a neat trick, Ron. How are you today? I, well, you threw me right out the bo- uh, out of the box here. I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. How about you? The sun's shining. It looks like a golf day to me. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, Austin City Limits to my left through the glass. Look at him, Ron, with the Waynesburg sweatshirt on. I love that. You got a UCLA shirt on today? Ron didn't get the college theme. Hall of Fame hat. Hall of Fame hat's nice, isn't it, Ron? It is I like it. I like it a lot. And I'm going to see how many times I can say your name over the course of the show today. How are you, City Limits? I'm doing great. I like the Hall of Fame hat. When I went a couple years ago, I thought about getting something from there and didn't know what to get, so I got nothing. What an apparel store they have at the Hall of Fame. It's huge. I felt like my dad was waiting for me. Ron was waiting for me, and I know he gets a little impatient. And See, Ron doesn't have enough money to walk in and pay the prices for those souvenirs, so I didn't tempt myself. You didn't buy anything no. either. Only Starkey, who has a better agent than me, can afford to go in there and come buy. on, Ron. Two buy. full two full time jobs. You buy. can't buy. You can't buy a little souvenir. Why do you think I work two full time jobs? <laughs> it's easy to get lost in that. Oh, uh, it's an amazing store. You know what I bought? I couldn't resist a New Orleans Saints ski it, cap. Quite beautiful for some reason. I love that logo you got a shirt and the colors, too, didn't you? Yeah, I got a Hall of Fame shirt, light blue. I've already worn it. Nice little sweatshirt. Is that a golf shirt going to be at some point, maybe? I thought they had golf shirts in there, and I thought long and hard about getting one, but it became too expensive. And plus, Ron was waiting outside the store. It felt like my dad was outside the store. I had to hurry. He really he really didn't hurry because I waited quite a long time out there. People came by, back and forth. You still here? Yeah, I'm still here. You still here? Yeah, I'm still here. Come on, so, Joe. So don't buy that he that he actually hurried on my account. Don't worry, Dad. I'll be out in a minute. I'm only getting one thing. <laughs> one second. I'm in line. He gave me the money to go in with. It was very generous. Listen. If you get a chance to go to that Steeler exhibit, I might add, uh, go. You won't be sorry. And if you've never been to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, I actually had been. But I did a show out in the blazing sun, like, I don't know, 13, 14 years ago. 
they didn't even bring a canopy for us that day. So myself and John Seibel roasted in the hot sun doing a show at the Hall of Fame. This time they let us in, Ron. And I would advise people to go as well, but do it quickly because you know what the next uh, the next the display is going to be. The Cleveland Browns. That's right. You don't yeah, want to accidentally stumble. You don't want to stumble. One. You want to stumble into while well, the Steelers are being uh, highlighted. Not the next team, the Cleveland Browns. You know what the audio sounds like? They have an audio portion for all the sound, all the Browns Super Bowl appearances. Ron. Would you like to listen to <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, that covers it. That's pretty much it. What are they going to do? The Browns actually uh, are they the Browns? Were they the Browns? Is, is it their the history? Is Jim Brown part of these Cleveland Browns? Because these Cleveland Browns, to me, the are the Baltimore Ravens. Nah, I think they. I think they're going to consider Jim Brown and I know they Otto are. Graham they? and all those. Yeah, I, no, I don't know I about that. So. It's not so. their franchise, is it? Uh, it? It's still the Cleveland Browns. I'm sure there are people who would debate you on that, but I don't feel like it right now, Ron. It's off the top. Brought to you by JP Roofing and Siding. We have Mark Caballi coming on later in the show. We've got some Artie Smith quotes coming up in this show. I actually liked listening to him. Very uh, passionate, well-spoken man uh, who has an interesting background, Ron. Oh His my dad is God. a multi-multi-multi-billionaire. Billion according billionaire according to Forbes. Would I have lived if my dad was a multi-multi-multi-billionaire? No. He'd have bailed you out of jail a few times, probably. What would you have done, City Limits, with a multi-multi-billionaire? I don't even know. I mean, it's, it's a great question to ask. It's something that, like, I've never pondered. Do you just all. go it's play like golf? It's like if you win a lottery, you know? I'd yeah. probably go to a lot of concerts, season tickets for the Steelers <laughs> in the front row. I don't know. Would you have t- trouble finding a purpose in life, or would your purpose be to spend as much money as you could and drink? Like, what does Jeff Bezos do with his money? You feel like you'd just be buying NFL teams. Well, yeah. What What does your kid do with their money? Uh, that's my question, you know? I don't know what it would be like, but he seems like a very well-balanced man. He gets great endorsements. I know Doran, briefly in talking to him, said that he absolutely loved him. Uh, Dulac has a, a story up right now at postgazette.com where Wizen Hunt and Malarkey, who both spent significant time around uh, around Artie Smith gave him the hardiest of endorsements. In fact, he was a holdover, and it was Malarkey who recommended Arthur Smith to his replacement, Mike Vrabel. Vrabel replaced Malarkey as coach, I believe, but he kept Artie Smith and promoted him eventually. He, came through, he, he survived a lot of coaching changes at Tennessee. He sure did. So a day later... Our thoughts, now that we've had a chance to digest everything, it's funny to me to listen and hear whether it's our station or national reaction or feedback on social media um, where people get the impression that either I want this guy to fail or people want him to fail or how can you have an opinion yet? We wouldn't have much of a show or much of an industry if we didn't have an opinion on a hire. And I'm more than willing to be wrong about it. And I absolutely give the guy a chance for sure. I'm just not really enamored with the hire particularly for all the reasons that we've already spoken of, including his failure in Atlanta where he was actually the play caller. So uh, he failed miserably there. And then I can't, I can't help separate having Michael Jordan on your team uh, in Derrick Henry from the success that was there. Now, I heard people talking yesterday about, well, Henry had his two best years there. Yeah, they finally gave him the ball. So credit to him for recognizing he had Michael Jordan, or as Arthur Smith himself put it, Ron, he said we had Shaquille O'Neal in his prime on our team. And give him the ball, that's great. That's great. But that entire offense was a superstar-built offense. Everything they did was around the fact they had an all-time great at running back. It doesn't mean you get demerits for that. It means I wonder what happens when you don't have that guy. Kind of like a lot of these coaches without their quarterback. <clears throat> Mike Tomlin you. without his guy. Bill Belichick without his guy, right? I, I mean, when you don't have that superstar, then what do you got? And in Arthur Smith's case, it was not much in Atlanta. 
Uh, he had a creative ground game, you know, pretty good ground game for part of his time there. But I, I'm not particularly enamored with the hire, but I'll certainly be patient and wait and see how it turns out. Good luck to him. I mean, it's obvious why they brought him in here, ground and pound, Steeler football. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm willing to give him a chance too, but I don't like the hire mm. at all. You know, they said they wanted to bring in somebody that could really help Kenny Pickett develop, and I don't know that this guy has that in his background. You know, maybe it'll help him develop by being able to run the ball even better than they did last year, but the last couple of years they've ran the ball okay. Um, I just, I, you know, again, they're not done necessarily hiring. Maybe they bring in a passing game coordinator. Maybe they bring in a, a, a hotshot quarterbacks coach. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm willing to give him that, but that's my biggest concern. I don't really care that he failed in Atlanta. A lot of coaches fail as head coaches, but are good coordinators. You know, Dick LeBeau obviously, um, is the easy example of that. What was he in Cincinnati? 12 and 33. And then he came here as back as defensive coordinator and was pretty damn good. I'm just more concerned about the quarterback. Yeah. That's the most important position. Um, I think they got a decent team everywhere else, but they got to figure out the quarterback spot. And I don't know that Arthur Smith is the guy to do that. Yeah. I mean, he was essentially the coordinator in Atlanta too. That's the thing with him. Um, but yeah, I agree. I still think Dick LeBeau would have been a great head coach, by the way. You go to Cincinnati at that point Who in your knows? career. Who knows? It's a, it's dead man's land, you know? Not everybody walks into a Super Bowl winning roster with a franchise quarterback, right? Right. Um So those are my feelings about Arthur Smith. I hope he does well. D Orlando Ledbetter who's covered the Falcons for a long, long time, was on with the PM guys yesterday, and he endorsed the hire. He said he said that Arthur Smith is a guy who engendered a lot of loyalty. People like him, and he knows what he's doing as far as the run game and things like that. But he also said, if you're looking for him to develop your quarterback, you might want to find somebody else yeah, to do that. you got to add somebody to the maybe staff. Maybe they'll add somebody to the staff. You see all well, these, they're going to add a quarterback's coach. All these guys that are, are keeping Slowick and staying in uh, – uh, Houston, right? Jared Johnson, they interviewed, is staying in Houston. Um, some of these guys that, you know, maybe would have been good OCs are staying. Yeah. Where they are. Maybe they'll find, you know, whether it's Sully or somebody else. But, I mean, is Sully the right answer to develop Pickett? I don't know. He was here last year, and I didn't see a lot of growth in the quarterback. Well, it's hard to grow in a system that doesn't work, no matter how, no matter how you cut it, right? Right. That's a factor. And there is that little caveat out there that Pickett, the instant Matt Canada left the grounds, had the best game of his career. So, and all of a sudden they got 400 yards. So I, I am somewhat curious to see what Pickett does. Oh, Very I'm curious. really curious Very to see curious. what Pickett does. With a new coordinator, I mean. Yeah. Because I don't know that, that a quarterback coach can succeed if the offensive system sucks, right? Well, but the offensive system sounds like it's going to be a run-based play action, you know, is, it, is a quarterback going to be able to really excel in that? We talked about this yesterday. Does this keep guys like uh, Pickens and Deontay happy? That's a great question. Um, I think that's a fair question. But, again, we've talked about this before. Winning, everybody eats, as Ramon always used to say. When you win, everybody eats. Well, how much do you need to win, though? They're winning, just not enough. They got to win more, yeah. And then everybody can eat. 412-928-9370. You've had a day to digest the Arthur Smith hiring. But but by the way, you know, conventional media and, and the feature stories and fans and things like that are going to be enamored with most hires. They are. And I was a beat writer once. I don't remember writing, you know, negative stories about people coming in. They're they always going to be glowing right. with endorsements and things like that. That's just the way of it. That's, that's how it's going to be when somebody new comes to town. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Fan Hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. And the text line, you can join in here. Brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say, there's never a fee unless we get money for you. 
city limits. Why don't we hear a little bit from Marty Smith? You know, I think it was instructive. I haven't heard many quotes from him. He, he coached the Falcons, for God's sakes. Nobody pays attention kind to the Falcons. Kind of a relevant team, right? Yes. They had the same record all three years. I don't know that I ever heard his voice until yesterday. I just I don't remember it. So tell us what kind of clips you have and what what he's talking about. He talked about his upbringing with his dad and the success that he had with FedEx. Just because of my father, I've never mistaken his his success for my success, and I've said that before, and I wholeheartedly believe that he didn't he didn't push that on any any of of his kids. And I I was fortunate enough. Obviously, you don't realize it growing up. We're all born in different circumstances, and that's what it is. But I had great parents, both my mom and dad, that instilled great values in us. At hard work, compassion. You know, we we're fortunate enough. I mean, I obviously didn't realize as a little kid who my my dad was. Didn't think, and I certainly don't think I'm special. He doesn't think he's special. My dad, as we've gotten older, has provided me great lessons in management, leadership, leadership strategy, and he's been a great father and a, and a father that I want to be to my kids as well. How about that? I Ron? can't even imagine growing up with a billionaire father. Hey, I give the guy credit. I mean, he's he's a self-made man. Uh, you know, you don't get to the level in coaching that he did. Uh, you know, it's not like I don't can imagine his father opening doors for him. He 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 put in the time to become a head coach in the NFL when he probably didn't have to. I give him credit for that. Yeah, and in fact, he started out in Washington and then left their FedEx field and that whole thing. It <laughs> said, said that he felt like there was just you know. Too much of a shadow. Too much of a connection to his dad there, so left and yes. Absolutely, a self-made man. It's not easy to become a head coach in the NFL. You put in a lot of time. Limits, what else do you have? He also talked about the offensive system that he likes to run and specifically working through the running backs. A wide zone with the with the play actions and the bootlegs. Uh, could you please just explain what you believe are the, are the strengths of that approach? We also ran a decent amount of uh, gap schemes, too. We, we were flexible. We certainly you know had a wide zone foundation, but we, we adapted – you know, I think that's a lot of times that there's a lot of mythology to it that people just because they come from one system. But if you look around, it's a, there's a natural evolution, whether you look at what's going on in San Francisco to the L.A. Rams, the Green Bay Packers. And there's more teams that run it. I just go on the connections there. But we, we certainly adapted to Tennessee. We were, we were good with our foundation. Uh, well, we were a little bit bigger in other spots. I think that the evidence would show we, we did adapt to those, you know, whether it was the wideouts or certainly Derek. Certainly Derek, and that was him, I think, when he got hired in Atlanta, yes, being quizzed about his offense and what it would look like in Atlanta. And honestly, in the end, it didn't look like a whole lot in Atlanta. That was because he didn't have the main guy. Right, and the disturbing thing is he identified uh, Desmond Ritter and also brought in Marcus Mariota. Like, couldn't the the layperson identify that Marcus Mariota can't throw the football? What What are we doing? Those are worrisome signs, and I guess the good signs are, I mean, listen, the Steelers are trying to hide their quarterback. They don't want to feature their quarterback. They want to hide him, protect him, Uh, and maybe he comes up with with the type of year that Tannehill had in Tennessee under Artie Smith where he had a really great year. He had 33 touchdowns and seven picks, but I'm sorry, when they got to the playoffs, it was – Tannehill goes seven for 14 for 82 yards. Basically, their offense was turn around and hand it to, like Artie Smith said, Shaq in his prime. So I'm curious to see what it looks like here, Ron. I'm curious to see what his plans are for Kenny Pickett and what he really thinks of Kenny Pickett when he watches the tape and or Mason Rudolph. That's the big question is who's going to be the competition for Pickett? Maybe Tannehill. Oh, my God. Maybe. Knows the system. Veteran. Backup. Can step in if necessary. Just like he did in that game against uh, Jacksonville that you predicted would they would win to put the Steelers in the playoffs. Beavis and Butthead were out, and he stepped in and played well enough to help them win. Maybe. He did, but I wouldn't be enamored with that signing, would you? Not at this point of his career, no. But he wouldn't be brought in here to be the starter. He'd be the veteran backup. And, and I don't think they do that if they bring back Mason. Do what? Bring in Tannehill. Oh, yeah. I think Mason I mean, would Mason be the competition. Mason goes, then you can, you can bring in Tannehill or somebody. You I mean, to. there's a difference to bringing in 
an old guy like Tannehill compared to a draft pick or even Mason coming back? Because then I see, like, like Mason might still be the future quarterback here. Could if he be. were to come in next year and play well again, that's actually on the horizon for him if he played really well here. Whereas you bring in an old guy and a veteran, I think, first of all, Pickett feels less threatened. What do you make of the whole potential dynamic between those two? How does that play into between everything? Who, between two? Rudolph and Pickett. Uh, you know, I mean, all especially with the players coming out, seemingly yeah. some of them in favor of Rudolph. Would that be wise of the Steelers to ignite that? Uh, I don't think I'm worried about that. If I want Mason back and think he could be my best quarterback, I'm going to I'm going to trust Tomlin to be able, you know, to quell any kind of problems there. Um, I, I you know, they seemingly get along. I mean, they've said nothing but flowery things about each other. It wasn't like. Ben and, and, and Mason necessarily. Um, would it be a problem? I mean, you know, maybe, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not worried about Pickett's feelings. Does, well, it seemed like Tomlin was late in the year. Do you worry about A, igniting that? And do you, I, sh- I should say, do you wonder about whether they're just paying lip service to Rudolph and really don't want him back to the point where they're willing to make him an offer he can't refuse? Like they'd almost prefer he didn't come back because of that. I don't know. I don't. I don't know that they feel that way. But I don't think they're going to make him an offer he can't refuse necessarily. They're going to determine what they think he's worth and make that offer. I. Th- I think they truly would like to have him back. But not but, that badly. But not. Not to the point that they're going to just way overpay. They don't overpay usually. So they'll have one quarterback that they believe in only to the point of it's a huge year for him and he's going to have competition. competition. And the right. next guy would be a guy that they really say they want but don't want badly enough to make him an offer he can't refuse. Right. To outbid teams for him if there should there be a mild bidding war around the seven million may, dollar mark for there, Mason. There Rudolph. may not even be a bidding war for him. Maybe he'll end up back here again. If he does, it it's it's gonna be a story every single day and based on comments that players have made and things like that, the five emojis the five goat emojis that George Pickens put next to a Mason social media post. <laughs> it, it has potential to be social media. It has potential to be divisive and it's going to be a constant, constant story depending on how Kenny plays. Right. Yep. That's why it's going to be a fascinating season. Although we say that every year, don't we? It's going to be a fascinating season. Four, one, two, Nine two eight ninety three seventy nine two eight ninety three seventy. You've now had a day to do your research on Arthur Smith, to hear people talk about Arthur Smith, and to form an opinion. Is this a good thing? Is this going to be good for the Steelers? Four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy. Starkey's card of the week coming up here. I have a little game for Ron at the top of the hour. We're going to take a look at all the coordinators that have walked through here since the year two thousand and rank them. I think you would agree with me. In fact, I know you do, that after head coach and maybe after quarterback, Steelers offensive coordinator is the most scrutinized those, sports position in this town. Those three are the most head coach, quarterback, without question. You know, Bruce Arians always used to talk about that. He said, I love, I love the scrutiny. I love being the guy to call the plays. He goes, but it's funny to me. He goes, I've never walked into a bar where I've heard – the customer sitting there saying, man, LeBeau should have blitzed on that play. Right. Or, what was LeBeau doing playing cover two there instead of man-to-man? You know, because you never hear that kind of stuff. Right. And it's true. It's true. The co- But everybody thinks they can call the plays. Right. Because it's, I guess, part of it is that we all did that, or a lot of us did that growing up where we called plays, even in pickup games and things like that. Yeah, you go down and, then, and do a button hook, you do yeah, this. Yeah, right. And then there's the, the you know, it's it's easier to identify with offensive plays than it is de- you're in a base defense. There's really not a play right, right, per se. Right. Whereas everybody can see you just failed on fourth and one and everybody in your living room or in the bar just got up and screamed at the offensive what a coordinator. stupid call that was. What a stupid call. If it's easy to do it on Madden, it's got to be easy and to do it in the game. Definitely that. That plays into it a ton. No doubt about it. The advent of video games where you can where you can call your own plays, master your own game. Right? That's probably how Dan Campbell decided to go for it on fourth and three multiple times. 
<laughs> Do you play Madden? I don't anymore. I used to growing up religiously. Really? All the time. Why'd you quit? I don't have as much time for video games, and I'd rather watch the game than play video games. See, I have more time for it now, and I want to get back into it. I was just asking somebody. What do you about mean it. you have more time for it now? Yeah, my daughter. Golf dominates your life. Yeah, a little bit of golf here and there. A little bit of golf here and there, right? But uh, as we get older, we have more time. So I want to get a console and I want to play video games again. They were great for just helping you learn the teams, almost every offensive player, especially yeah. all the weapons on no matter what team. And it now might that be. I think of it, I ran an Artie Smith offense. I love to run ground and pound <laughs> on people and take clock. I like the uh, Air Coriel offensive approach. If I get a nice console and get Madden, is NCAA football back? It's City limits supposedly is coming back. Would you join a fan league? We can stage the league at my house. I think Mulsey would be in. I'll do that. We can have a 16-game season. Ron, you in? No. We can have a 16. <laughs> <laughs> we can have a 16-game season and then playoffs and all of that. Who do you think would be in? Joel Nelson, 100. percent Joel would play. Nelson. The produce, a lot of producers. A lot would of be producers. Jolie Nelson's into that. Yeah, I think so. Donnie, yeah. Donnie, probably Donnie football would. would absolutely be in that. Yeah, let's do it. Doran, I think Doran would. Yeah, but Joe's mad at him because he won't come in. I can't believe that, Ron. Won't even return a text at this point. Hey, I guess he's in a meeting with the boss. This is an outrage. All right, we'll continue this conversation and get to everything else on the docket here. We it's got the 10... big the big boy at twelve thirty, and we're expecting Bob Pompiani to be joining us. At That's some, right. At some Bob point, Bob should be in morning. momentarily. It's ten twenty seven. Time to stop blindly paying those increasing auto and home insurance premiums. Contact the Buell Insurance Agency in Gibsonia, and see what they can do for you. Ron? Ron, yeah, I'd like to talk to you about Mister Ruder Plumbing, Pittsburgh's best plumbing company. You hear me talk about them all the time. How they have the best trucks, more than fifty of them out on the road every day with the best equipment. One area I see that in is their trenchless pipelining techniques. Uh, what that means is trenchless pipelining, you're fixing a shattered sewer line. Back in my day, Chippewa Township, Clearview Street, Beaver Falls, uh, you had a shattered, uh, fractured sewer line. You had to dig up your yard, your driveway. Messy, time-consuming, expensive. Now with the techniques that Mr. Reuter Plumbing has with trenchless pipelining, they can do the job a lot more efficiently and at a lot cheaper price. But it doesn't have to be a major problem like that. Any kind of plumbing problem you have, the only number to call, 412-ROOTER-2, 412-ROOTER-2. As I said, uh, Mr. Rooter Plumbing, 50 trucks out on the road every day. They've been in this market going on 21 years now, and I simply the best, uh, simply the best for me. Write down the number again, 412-ROOTER-2. If I've said it once, I've said it 100 times. Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing. I'm Austin Bechtel with your fan headlines. The Seahawks are bringing in Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald today for a second interview for their head coaching job. Also, Thomas Brown, who interviewed for the Steelers' offensive coordinator position, he's joined the Chicago Bears as a pass game coordinator. Headlines, Proper Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more, go to 93.7thefan.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Ron, I'm curious why people are so willing to sort of write off this guy's experience in Atlanta. He was hired there to run their offense. He called the plays. You you hire Sean Payton or Sean McVay or Matt LaFleur as a head coach because you want them running your offense. They went from Dan Quinn as their head coach, 16th in overall offense, points, which is the most important thing. And then Arthur Smith comes in as the hotshot coordinator, fresh out of Tennessee, two years. Previous year averaged 30 points a game. Didn't you say back then everybody wanted to interview him, right? Yeah, and I think they did. And he went from, they went from Dan Quinn 16th to Arthur Smith 15th. In 2021, they were 26th in points. And then this season, they were again 26th in points. Like, I guess that's very significant to me. And then I read stories like this one. Um, I think this is out of SI.com, where it basically just lifted Kurt Warner criticizing Arthur Smith's play calling. Um, his play calling has come under fire. This is from November 9th of this season. Week 8 loss to the Titans. Uh, Kurt Warner questioned his play designs within the passing game. Boy, have we not heard that before around here, have Fal- we? Yeah, Falcons. We? About, right. about Matt Canada? Falcons 19th in red zone efficiency at that point. Despite having 28 overall trips inside the opponent's 20, they had only managed to score touchdowns on half. So what's the problem? The Athletic pointed out that the Falcons have rarely used their best weapons. 41 plays where they've been within 10 yards of the goal line and B. John Robinson had three touches and Kyle Pitts two. So somebody tell me how it's irrelevant what happened in Atlanta. I think it's more relevant than what happened in Tennessee myself because I think this team is, is its quarterback situation is more similar to the Steelers than even Tennessee's was. Yeah, I, I think, you know, we've talked about him settling on the quarterbacks that he did. I think that was his biggest shortcoming in Atlanta. Maybe his offense and play calling would have worked with a better quarterback. But he's the guy that ended up bringing those two in, and they weren't good enough. I think even with a mediocre quarterback, you got to find a way to score in the red zone. And the best way to score, I think it's pretty elementary, to get the ball to your best players, and he apparently didn't do that. Uh, I didn't see their offense enough, but I, I know just looking at the base numbers, both Robinson and uh, Kyle Pitts had big numbers for the year, right? Um, big numbers? Kyle Pitts has been a massive underachiever, I think, well, since he, he got Well, because he was drafted there. so high for one thing. How I much, don't know. What how, I see how they, much did Robinson run for last year? Over 1,000 yards, right? I don't know. I don't have that in front of me. But when I see they had 41 plays within 10 yards of the goal line and their best two players barely touched the ball, that's problematic for me. And he was calling. He was their coordinator. He has spent five years as an offensive coordinator, not two, five. If you're the play caller, you're the coordinator, right? Yes, you are. So I find that extremely disturbing and certainly not something to be dismissed like he was cursed by going to Atlanta. Figure out a way to make them better instead of worse than they were under Dan Quinn when you have a ton of talent on the offensive side of the ball. And I get it. You didn't have the quarterback you wanted. You had a veteran in Matt Ryan. Then you drafted Desmond Ritter, and you thought it was a good idea to bring in Marcus Mariota. Remember that game he played against the Steelers? How was there? that? That game it was. Oh my it was god! One of the worst I've ever seen a quarterback play. I think he was benched the next week. If I'm I mean, not mistaken. you don't have to be, you know, an elaborate, beautiful mind type of play caller to realize that Marcus Mariota isn't a guy that's going to make anything work because he's really bad, really bad. Remember, he was featured on Quarterback on Netflix. No, I don't. Marcus Mariota. What did they take? A great one, a good one, and a bad one? <laughs> they took Mahomes. Okay, there's, there's, there's your, a great one. There's your great one. It was Mahomes, Mariota, and Kirk Cousins on the first season. There you of go. There you a go. great one, a good one, and a, that's probably was the idea for the show. From the 2022 uh, season. So 2023, we'll have to see who it is. But yeah, why was Mariota featured in that? You get, kind of got an up close and look at Arthur Smith in that as well. What? Well, because Arthur Smith was the. 
you know, the head coach of Marietta was there for We should go back and watch Atlanta. that. We should. By the way, if I bring a PS, is it a PS5 to play Madden yeah, PlayStation into my house, 5. can you hook it up? Or an Xbox. Yeah, I can. Do you know how to do it? I'll figure it out. If I can right. connect my PlayStation Joe, you 4, you couldn't I have can. any idea how to hook it up. Oh, my maybe. God. No, no, I can I barely would. turn I on the TV. I can barely plug on the t- turn on the TV. I'm with you. We have three clickers downstairs. And I still call them clickers. Me too. And I don't call them remotes. I call them clickers. We got two of them right of the, over there. 40% of the time, I can't even turn on my own TV. I'm like, are you kidding me? This again? Then uh, I start. Oh, I, I, I thought of something here I, before I forget. Yeah. I'm out last night. I stop at Domenico's. My hangout, this guy goes, well, I'm dying to know what happened with the cheeseburger in Miami. <laughs> he goes, I heard it, and I had to leave my car. And he goes, I'm dying to know. What well, to make a long story longer. Just tell people what happened. I was hungry when we were out at Bowser. And so I figure I'll order. I, I, and I never, ever ordered off of Uber Eats, but I was desperate. I was hangry by the end of the show. You remember, right, Ron? You were very unpleasant. Um, <laughs> so I figured, all right, I'll give this a shot. Oh, there's a five guys near here on Uber Eats. I'm going to order a plain cheeseburger. I asked you if you wanted one. You did ask me You steadfastly me refused, I which said, surprised me. I said, no, thank you, but I appreciate it very kindly. So then I order it, and then like 20 minutes later, they say, your, your delivery has arrived at the Hilton Cabana in Miami, which is where I stayed over Christmas. So the location on your phone didn't right. change. Right, which was, is my fault. I get it. And so the woman who delivered it texted me, and I couldn't text her back because I couldn't find the, 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 the thing where she texted me in the little window. I couldn't find it, Ron. And so the last thing we knew, she, <laughs> she texted a photo of this little cheeseburger in the lobby in Miami. It's a, it's a picture of the cheeseburger. I guess that's the proof, right? They have to take proof that they delivered it. Right. So there was my little cheeseburger sitting in the lobby in Miami, Florida, which didn't help me a lot. So you never conversed with this woman? No, I I, I still well, I did, don't know how to get to back. Order it, then you have to. Plus, have my credit. credit my credit card's been shut down because the guy tried to steal my credit card the other day. I told you. So I don't know what happened. I I can't get back into Uber Eats. I don't know how to communicate with anybody. They but they locked you out because you stiffed them. Probably, maybe, yeah. maybe not. Yeah, I've given um, enough money to Uber where I get one. Um, um, I get one time to stiff them. Um, not intentionally, but to them, you stiffed them. And I give nice tips too. So for for once, I beat the system. Sort of. I didn't get to eat. You didn't get to eat, and you right. were really a mess by the time. Do you we think were anybody done. ate that burger, Ron? Somebody de- probably did. Where'd you stop at after Bowser yesterday? Did you get something somewhere? I just went home. I was depressed. Okay. And hangry. Reminds me of the old crouching lion where I think I told you the story. Crouching Lion. It was a steak place in Buffalo where I worked oh, as a dishwasher. That's the name of it, Crouching Lion? Yeah. Sounds On Sheridan Drive. Sounds intimidating. And uh, Is he ready to pounce? Well, people would come in and order, you know, $50 steaks, which was a lot back. It's still a lot. $50 steak, and like Tom Barrasso, they would say after one, even looking at the damn thing, they'd say not good enough or take one bite, right? right. If they took one bite, Ron, and it came back to the kitchen— I'm chopping off that end of the steak and eating the rest of it. <laughs> Limits, like, are you? Like George Costanza dig, digging the digging the date of the uh, pastry out of the garbage can because only somebody took one little bite out of it. <laughs> exactly. It's all still there. I'm gonna. He took it out of the garbage. Can. I, it was unbelievable. Just cut off a little piece of that. Fillets uh, coming back. Porterhouses that people turned aside, and you know why they turned it aside more often than not? Why's that? Too well done, which is how I like them. So I'd be sitting back there like a caveman, washing. I'd wash a couple dishes, send them through the thing, turn around, pick up a, a, a piece of steak with my bare hand, and eat it. It was great. Anyway, I think somebody probably ate the cheeseburger. So now uh, I, I, the guy that was listening yesterday, I hope he had. That's how it ended. He, first thing he says to me, what happened to Starkey's cheeseburger? They don't even say hello anymore. They respond to, what's up with Starkey this and what's up with Starkey that? That photo of my little lonely cheeseburger in Miami was just hilarious, wasn't it, Ron? It was, it was pretty, so it was sad. Pretty funny. Let's go to the phone lines, Limits. We have Scott in Atlanta. He has firsthand experience Ooh. of Arthur Smith. Scott, tell us what you know, what you've seen. Well, it's rough, and and I hate to give Tony any credit, but yesterday he mentioned how Tomlin always just likes to hire stooges. 
who uh, you know hopefully aren't as smart or smarter than him. Arthur Smith's a fraud. I mean, Kyle Pitts, fourth pick in the draft three years ago, had a total of six touchdowns in his career. Couldn't you know they took Bijan Robinson over Jalen Carter. Um, you know, never got Bijan in the red zone. He's terrible, and I'm afraid he just, you know, got his original job because of his dad and his money. You know, he started working at Washington, where, of course, it was FedEx Field, and he's just got by. He, he somehow, you know, remember, even when his good offenses in Tennessee, they the number one seed, and they scored 13 points in the playoff game against the Ravens, so I'm just I'm just afraid, you know, we didn't cast a wide net because probably the Steelers were too cheap to bring people in for interviews. And uh, his offense is lousy. His pass concepts are lousy. And that's what we need to improve is our pass. We've been able to run the ball. But he's a fraud, and I'm just afraid it's more the same. What are you other doing? than that, other yeah. than that, you like him? Oh, yeah, what do you really think yeah. about him? I don't want you to sugarcoat it like this. What do you really think <laughs> of him? No, we appreciate the call. Okay, he's a fraud. Oh boy! Seems a little strong. Yeah, but, you know, but, and I don't buy that. He got able... the job because of his dad. I don't buy that. You know, that guy's toiled, you know, for a long time to work his way up the ladder. I, that's the one part I'll definitely disagree with. But um, again, I'm I'm not impressed by the hire at all either. Um, yeah, and I don't know that I'd be throwing uh, compliments ponies way for what he was saying yesterday because he actually wasn't critical of the, well, he kind of was, but kind of wasn't. He liked the hire, but he didn't like the hire. So well, that's, that's covering a pumpy ante both ways, Mike, right? You're Mike covering Tom, both yeah. ways. Mike Tomlin may be known for hiring stooges. I don't know that that was Pony's opinion on this guy or not. I'm not sure. Uh, he seemed to be defending it at times. Who's next? We're covering the entire country. Here's Larry in Texas. Hi, Larry. Hey, how's it, hey, how's it going? Good. Good. How are you? Good. I uh, I just had some thoughts on the Arthur Smith hire. Um, so I'm I'm a I've been a Steeler fan all my life. I'm 45. I uh, I grew up reading a book by Ed Buschett called Dawn of the New Dawn of the New Steel Age, and I can't help but think you're the one that, that read that book. Lot. Okay. <laughs> What's that? You're the one that read right? that book. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. You know what's kind of funny? Uh, yeah, I am. And quite frankly, I really feel like we're living it's deja vu. What's old is new. Things are happening again. I feel like it's 1990. Uh, the guy who ended up coaching Peyton Manning left the Steelers. And uh, they needed a coordinator. And they got this guy by the name of Joe Walton, who I knew went on to do a lot of really great things at Robert Morris University. But I have personally knowledge account like i i actually randomly ran into bobby brister on election night 2016 at twin peaks which only bring me up because i know twin peaks are now open in western pennsylvania and people know what I'm i think we got it we got it we got to get to the point yeah here. yeah slow yeah get to the, your okay, point so the point being i asked him about joe walton and his one response was uh joe walton was the ruination of chuck roll and i wholeheartedly believe that and uh i think we're just that's that's who we have. We're laying. We're Dwight White quote nineteen ninety. Dealers are soft and cheesy. Sorry. Thank Stay you, safe. sir. Did you like Twin Peaks, by the way? Quality show. He's not talking about He's the gone. show. He's talking about the restaurant. Oh. Did you like Twin Peaks, Ron? I did. Back in the day. Limits? Was that of your time or were you, you I weren't think born that's before yet? his time? What's your all time favorite show? Ron's is uh, Seinfeld. I like Friends. Mine is Mash. I still watch Friends. I love the I love the opening theme. I'll be there for you. Yeah, thank you, Austin. You're welcome. Very kind of you. Yeah. Ron, it's time for Starkey's Card of the Week. Do you yes, like Friends, is. the show? No, I never watched it. Never, I never watched it. I, I, I'm I'm a Seinfeld, and then closing quickly that I still watch every day. Two and a Half Men. That, that's a great that show. One, that one is closed and climbed up my ladder. You know the one that's growing on me, City Limits, is the one about the the guy when he was a kid. The he, Big Bang Theory? Yeah. Young, Young Sheldon, Sheldon, Young Sheldon oh. is a great show. No, it is not. Yes, it is. No, it is Somewhere, not. You're the one that said or somebody else told me that, too, that they really love it. Really well written. Very funny. The whole every character is fun. What do you mean? That's uh, very corny. Corny? In what way? Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of dull. I like The Big Bang Theory, but I think Young Sheldon is just kind of <laughs> stupid. 
No, he called me stupid. I did not call you stupid. I called the show stupid. One and one equals two in that case. This is, I don't know, you know the history of the show. One time Ron had an argument and Bob said, that's stupid. Oh, I remember this. That's calling me stupid. I felt like you just called me stupid. I'm not offending the watchers. I'm offending the show, if anything. Sorry, show. That's okay. Let's go to the general. It's time for Starkey's card of the week. First, actually, let me tell you the 50-minute mark on the fan is brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. This is the first time we've ever been snorkeled from within, Ron. Doran Dickerson with a show-opening snorkel. I, I'm astounded by this. Limits? And, and Pompeiani's still not here yet. Where is Pomp? Does he know he's supposed to come in today? Yeah, I think so. All right, uh, let's go to the general. Starkey's card of the week from the baseball card castle in Cranberry, General Patton, Jeff Patton. Um, your chance to win the card of the week comes by going to our website, 937thefan.com. The devil. There he is. Go to the contesting page, and right around noon Wednesday through Friday, that's your chance to win the card or cards of the week. Bob Pompiani has entered the building. Let's give our guesses for the card of the week. Man, I got nothing. You know, I mean, Mahomes again. Yeah. Arthur Smith maybe is the new coordinator. There's got to be cards of him out there. Penguins haven't played really in a week. I don't know. I I I have no not a good guess, Joe. You? How about a Derrick Henry card, General? Since he's the man most responsible for Arthur Smith now being hired as the Steelers coordinator. Gentlemen, good morning. Good to see you. Uh, you're missing an obvious choice this week. How about Brock Purdy? Yes. Mm. I got a Brock Purdy rookie card, and it kind of bridges my end of the sports world with yours. Purdy's an interesting category because being Mr. Relevant, he did not have a lot of rookie cards. He wasn't at all the rookie photo shoots, so it took a while for him to get cards last year, thereby creating quite a demand at the end of last season. I got a rookie and stars Brock Purdy rookie card. Sounds good. Maybe Would you a, like to maybe, say hello to Bob Maybe Pompiani. a Super Bowl champion here in 10 days. He has entered the building. Uh, the fireworks hello, have General. yet to be, begin Good here. morning, Mr. Pompiani. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. How about I'm a Yarmir Yager card? They announced all these festivities. That could be a good one, too. He's still got Which a couple. Yager. Still got a couple weeks yet before they retire his jersey. I know, jersey. but they announced all these festivities. I figured it was in the news, so therefore, you know, maybe a card. Now they're already up. in a fight. It, it's already started you know here. <laughs> Even we'll over a thing diffuse, like the Yager festivities. We'll just defuse the fight right now, and we'll throw in a Yager rookie card. Nice. See, there we go. There you go. With a mullet? Is the mullet on there? It is. Yeah, you can't believe it. It's hard to believe that that was 1990. Where's I am going to throw gone, in a General? Sidney Crosby card also, though, because even though the pens aren't playing, the sustained greatness, I was thinking of this over the weekend, you know, who else has been that good that long and never even had one negative story about him? Pretty amazing. And he's coming off a game with one of his best passes ever. Pretty That's amazing. That's what made me think of it. So I'm throwing in a Crosby, too. It's a trifecta for Starkey's Card of the Week listeners. What a man you are. Thank you, General. You guys have a good week. See you, General. Too, buddy. Uh, listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday to hear about that. Starkey's Card of the Week, the baseball card castle in Cranberry. As I said, contests run every Wednesday through Friday at noon, 937thefan.com contesting page. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy. 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, Silverado. Mostly cloudy skies, high of 44 today. Looks like mostly sunny skies to me. Limits, where'd you get this weather report? On the weather app. Really? Maybe it'll be cloudy. I guess later. by clouds they meant sun. Apparently, <laughs> they did. I think we're going to settle into two different bouts today, Ron. You against Bob and me against City Limits. No, I can I can feel it coming. I can feel it coming. It's coming. And me against City Limits has already started. He just called me stupid. And he did Bob. call did you, you hear stupid that like coming he, in? Like he called me stupid. I never yeah. called you stupid. Did I did he call not. You stupid? No, I did not either. Did not call him stupid. You know, what I said, Bob, is that the show that he thinks is very good, I don't think is All right, it's me and Ron nice. against you and Bob then the rest of the show. The showdown. You ready the for that? Showdown. Ron? I'm ready. If I need a tag, you'll jump over the ropes, right? Yeah. Bob, how are you? I'm good, Joe. How are you? <laughs> good. It's good to see you. Nice to be seen. Coming up next, let's get Bob. Let's just give him the floor. I haven't heard what he has said yet about the new hire, Arthur Smith, and you have the floor, or, too. Or we haven't heard what he said about what Art two said the other day all of too. that all of that 412 928 9370
928-9370. Something tells me sparks are going to fly on this show today, and you can have a first-hand seat for it. First, the big game's coming, the Super Bowl. I know you're playing one game at a time. That's the only way to go here. But, man, one game can mean a lot for you on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Sunday is about good food, grabbing a good seat, good friends, all of that. But, man, for you it could be about placing some super bets as well. How can you bet against Patrick Mahomes? Is he still getting points? Are the Chiefs still getting points in this game, Bob? It, it started at two and a half in favor of – San Francisco now, I think it's down to a half or a point and a half the other way. Yeah. Um, right. Looking at score, said San Fran minus two. Oh, it went back up. If you're telling, it went down, then it went back up. Yeah. So, who knows? so if you're telling me I get Patrick Mahomes and the points, where do I sign up for that? I know where. We cannot at allow that to happen. So many ways for you to end the season with a W. Which player scored a touchdown? How many points scored? All that. $200. In bonus bets is what you'll get if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Starkey to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Starkey. 21 plus, present in Pennsylvania. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Austin Bechtel with your fan headlines. Pit basketball tonight, 7 o'clock against Wake Forest. ACC action with our coverage beginning here at 6.30 on the fan. And you can also listen on your Odyssey app. Potential prospects for the NFL draft will play in the East-West Shrine Bowl this Thursday, tomorrow at 8 o'clock, and also the Senior Bowl Saturday at 1. NFL Pro Bowl on Sunday, the NHL All-Star Game on Saturday. Headlines, Papa Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more, go to 937thefan.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.